What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Big Ten Football Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Guggenheim. Week 12 picks. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Google, Spotify, leave a review. Please leave a review. It, it gets the helps with the, uh, the algorithms and all that stuff. Uh, gets the podcast out there. Make sure to retweet when I tweet about it. Make sure to send me emails because I love the emails. Really appreciate them. I'm going to just give a disclaimer here. This is going to be a bit wonky because I'm recording these picks a week and a half in advance. So I'm doing this a little bit in the dark. I don't know what the lines are that Vegas is putting out. Um, there, There's future lines, but I, I don't really pay attention to those because things change week to week. Um and we, we, you know, you're you're ten days out from weather, which certain teams are more affected by weather weather than others. All all that to say, I think this is going to be a bit of a challenge because I'm projecting out based off of what I know of the first ten weeks and not week eleven. So I'm doing this because I'm going on vacation and. I'm just not going to worry about putting out podcasts and trying to get Wi-Fi and all that stuff. I want to be able to just be on be on vacation and relax. So I'm doing this late Thursday night, the, the 10th, and I'm picking games for the 19th. So that, that gives you a little bit of, of reasoning why. If, if things seem really off the wall, that's why. Um so like for instance if Penn State gets upset this this if they got upset last week against Maryland I don't know that yet as of recording this podcast and so that might change what I think about Penn State at Rutgers although no offense probably wouldn't probably wouldn't just saying um so I don't I don't know those things I don't know that next data point but I have a I think a decent feel for each team and uh, yeah, I just that's I think I have a decent sense on on what's what's coming down the pike. Um, so that that's my disclaimer. Uh, I'm gonna try to go quick. Uh, no, none of the games have a game time. The only thing I know is that Ohio State at Maryland is on ABC and Illinois at Michigan is on ABC. Everything else is kind of in the dark. Uh, I think that's a network prerogative to kind of assign times to different games. So they kind of have the right to pick when games are going to be on. So we're just going to we're just going to go right to it. Uh, first game we've got Indiana at Michigan State. Uh, Indiana is struggling. I would imagine they are coming they're going to be coming off a big loss against Ohio State. Ohio State's angry. They want to get the run go- game going. Indiana, at least as of the Ohio State game, I think was on a third-string quarterback. 
that's not that's not going to bode well. And Camp Camper's out for the rest of the year, I believe, with an ACL tear. That's their biggest weapon. If you're going to hurt Michigan State, it's got to be through the pass game. <laughs> and Basilak's not in. Camp Camper's not in. I think that's going to be a tough, tough ask for the Hoosiers. I said earlier I thought Michigan State would beat Rutgers the week before. I think they beat Indiana this week. I think they get to six they, they get to six wins. They get to bowl eligibility. And I I would say they probably win around thirty-one to seventeen. I don't think Indiana's gonna really be able to sl- I, I think they'll slow down the Spartans because the Spartans offense offensively aren't great, but I think they are starting to hit their stride a bit. So I think Michigan State wins by a couple scores there. Uh, Northwestern at Purdue. Man, I I don't know what's going to happen in the Illinois-Purdue game. I picked Illinois to win that game. And I think if Illinois beats Purdue, I, I think there's a, real, there's a real chance that Purdue starts to slide a bit. And Northwestern, I think, has found something with Sullivan at quarterback. I I'm this could be just an out there pick but I think Northwestern might have some confidence brewing with what happened with the Ohio State game. And I know Northwestern they they have a different game the week before and I projected them to lose that game. So I, but even if they do, even if Northwestern loses to Minnesota, which is not, you know, that's that's not a bad thing. Minnesota is a decent team. They have a strong running game, good center. I don't think Purdue is as good on the lines as Minnesota is. And Northwestern has a good running game. Porter uh, is is good. You know, he's a good change of pace. Evan Hall is really good. Sullivan can run. I'm gonna pick Northwestern on the upset, low scoring game. I'm gonna say 24 to 13 Northwestern. Uh, no, that's not too. That's that's not enough points. 24 to 20 Northwestern over Purdue, which I I think might knock Purdue out of bowl eligibility. Um. It, it it certainly leaves them teetering. Uh, they, Purdue gets Indiana the last week, and so they might finish 6-6. Six and six. Obviously, I think Purdue can win this game, but I just there's just a feeling about this one. Uh, I feel like Purdue is on the downswing. Northwestern, I think, might – they might be able to, to, to get Aiden O'Connell to be a turnover machine again and just is not going to be good. Wisconsin at Nebraska. I think Wisconsin's defensive defense is starting to really rise up. Torchio is playing well. Graham Mertz plays well against not very good defenses. Nebraska doesn't have a great defense. Um, Braylon Allen, I think, is gonna is gonna really get going. I've got Wisconsin winning thirty four to twenty in that game. Iowa at Minnesota. Remember, I, I picked Iowa to win at home against Wisconsin. They go on the road to Minnesota. I, you know, I still don't know the status on Tanner Morgan. He might be playing. He might not. 
going to see what just what the interwebs have to say about it real quick before I make a uh, a serious decision here. Um, I yeah, it looks it's it's not it's not necessarily good. I think I think Kalia Kamanis is probably going to be the guy. Um, it's it's not. There's not a lot of definitive stuff out there, but just from what I'm seeing, there's a lot of speculation that the, the injury is forcing a changing of the guard. So Kalia Kamanis is probably going to be the starter. I don't think that bodes well for the Gophers against an Iowa defense that really thrives on confusion and physicality. I think Iowa wins. They're stringing together some really some really nice wins, uh, you know, my only hesitation is it's at Minnesota. That's my only hes- hesitation. But I'm going to pick Iowa to win uh, 20 to 16. I think Iowa gets Minnesota into some red zone misses. They have to settle for field goals. I think Iowa wins by four. Penn State at Rutgers. I think this is just a disaster for Rutgers. It's just a disastrous uh, matchup for them. You're you're taking a team that cannot throw well, and when they do, they turn it. They often turn it over, and you're putting them against the best. I think the best secondary in the conference. Even if Maryland upsets Penn State the week before, I think Penn State they get the ground game going. I think their offensive line can can push Rutgers a bit. I think they've got playmakers in Singleton and Catron Allen. Obviously, Parker Washington's a dude. Sean Clifford's a dude. I think they get the backups in in the second half. I think Penn State wins 48-13. to 13. I, I don't think it's going to be a close game. Um, I think the two, I think most intriguing matchups, and Iowa at Minnesota is an intriguing matchup, I think. But I think the two most intriguing matchups have to do with the playoff contenders. Both the week before the game, Ohio State-Michigan, the week before, uh, or the week after, you've got number 21 Illinois traveling to number three Michigan, and you have number two Ohio State at Maryland. Let's talk Ohio State-Maryland first. Number two Ohio State at Maryland. Ohio State has not been great on the road. Like they they, you know they blew out Michigan State, but Michigan State was down guys. C.J. Stroud threw a pick six early in that game. Now they their talent won out and they just just destroyed them. But then Penn State they were sluggish. Northwestern was just awful, and I get it. Trying to throw in a hurricane is not exactly easy, right? But now they're going on the road to Maryland. I don't know what the state of Maryland is going to be. Are they going to be healthy? Are they going to be explosive? Are they, you know, or are they have have they folded by this point? The reality is Maryland has guys. Like they have playmakers. They have guys at receiver and and Jarrett and Demas and uh, a bunch of other guys. They've got Hemby, who has been really good for them at running back. And while Tungabailoa is inconsistent. He he's 
capable of lighting teams up. And so it's a tricky game. I think if if the Ohio State that's come out in the first half against Iowa, Penn State, Northwestern, if that Ohio State shows up, I think it's going to be a dogfight. I, I think maybe Ohio State pulls ahead at the end and, and has like a 38-31 type of win. That being said, I, I, th- I think Ohio State gets some things corrected in the Indiana game, and I think they pounce on Maryland early, and I think it's ugly. I'm going to pick 52-17. to 17. Ohio State pulls away early and never looks back. And because of that, they're going to force Tunga Vailoa into some, some bad turnovers. I wouldn't be surprised if this actually gets even worse. Say 59-66. Not because Maryland is that bad. It's just it's similar to the Michigan State game a year ago where it's a bad matchup and it just avalanches. That's not to say I think Maryland I think Maryland could upset Ohio State if they come out sluggish. But I just think I think the past three weeks, especially the Northwestern game, is a wake up call. I think Maryland uh struggles a bit. Ohio State takes advantage with their defense and and they they avalanche to a, a pretty big win. I think number twenty one Illinois at number three Michigan is just very, very intriguing. I think Michigan obviously has really good guys on the trenches, Mozzie Smith being kind of the ringleader there. You know, it's not as dynamic on the edges, but it's the interior for Michigan that's just really, really strong right now. Um, And obviously Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards, they've been very good. The thing that's interesting to me, and obviously Illinois just, you know, I'm – I'm recording this the week after Illinois lost to Michigan State. Michigan State was getting healthy. And I think, you know, Mel Tucker, I think his back was against the wall. How much does Michigan look ahead to Ohio State is a, is a real question for me. And not only that, but the reality is Michigan – plays the type of the ball the type of ball that Brett Bielema wants to play. Like Brett Bielema wants to run. Brett Bielema wants play action pass. Brett Bielema wants strong defense. He wants to stop the run. And I think a big factor is going to be whether JJ McCarthy can throw on this defense. And, and on the flip side, can Illinois throw as Michigan might limit Chase Brown. You know, Tommy DeVito has been very good. He's been efficient. He, you know, he's been very careful with the football. I, I think the the defense has been really, really good. You know, their D-line has been really good. A lot of, you know... Just a really, really good, you know, you talk about guys like Witherspoon and Newton and Martin, Randolph and Brown. They're really, really talented despite their recruiting rankings. And I think this will be close. Ultimately, it's at home for Michigan. 
I think Michigan pulls away in the fourth quarter, but I think it's a four-quarter game. I've got Michigan winning 31-23. to 23. Illinois settles for field goals, and that costs them. And Michigan goes into the Ohio State game 11-0. Ohio State goes into the, into the game 11-0. And we have a two-versus-three matchup with the playoff on the line, the Big Ten championship berth on the line, which is how it should be, how, how it was last year and how I think it'll be again this year. So that those are my picks for week 12. Again, leave a review. Give me feedback. Love love what you guys when you guys email me and uh, tweet at me. You guys give me some good things to think about. Appreciate you all. Take care. God bless.